Welcome to the podcast. This is our first episode. My name is Trey. I will be your host. Uh, and I'm your co-host, uh, Chip uh, Ben. Forgot your name already, bro? Hell yeah. Let's do this. So we just uh, were two dudes that um, were, were just fans of the game of basketball. Um, we just always have like a... Uh, a conversation like literally every day at work, we will be on the phone for two hours, just sharing our thoughts with each other, going back and forth. And we just thought we'd make a podcast and uh, share yeah. our thoughts. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what we're doing here, man. We're here to talk basketball, talk takes, and and we're bringing the heat with it. We're, we're bringing the heat. Um, there's all these fans out there that probably have the same, uh, same knowledge, same uh, opinions as we do, and we're just – putting it on paper now or put it on the web pretty much. Uh, so what are we going to be going into today? Well, first off, uh, we are holy hot takes. We're bringing the heat with every take we, we say. And, uh, you know, we're just going to bring a different angle than from what you guys normally hear. That's what we're here for. Hey, I'm with it. Right. With All it. right, man. So uh, first, first deal of business, man, I think we want to talk about the draft. Since oh, I'm with uh, that. It, it did just happen, uh, yep. you know, any, anything come out, anything that like kind of surprised you any by any bit in the, in the NBA draft? Uh, first off, uh, the first one that was surprising was definitely uh, the number six pick OKC going with Josh Giddy. Actually, yeah. that's a lie. That's a lie. Actually, the first one that that caught my eye was. Jalen Suggs getting passed over by Toronto and going to Orlando and Toronto going with Scotty Barnes. That one was surprising for somebody who's very defensive. Um, I just feel like he's another player like OG Ananobi that they really already had. Um, you've had Jalen Suggs there. Kyle Lowry is most likely leaving in free agency, which we'll yeah. talk about later. So he's most likely living in free agency. So it's like, why go? Why not go with another point guard, a dynamic two, somebody who can play a dual position? Yeah. Yes, Scotty Barnes. Go ahead. You had the. I'll say you had the perfect replacement at four, there for you, and you went with a player at a position where you already have multiple good players there. I get that the NBA is going towards – it's not going towards – it is a positionless basketball, and Scotty Barnes kind of checks two two through four can play. If you're playing a small ball, like against Bam or against, like – I don't want to say Rashawn Holmes, but um, against, like, shorter centers, like Tristan Thompson or something like that. He definitely um, fits that bill, but it, it's also an offensive-minded league, so, you know – it was kind of He's odd that they passed up. They passed up on the obvious replacement for Kyle Lowry, the better offensive scorer, better yeah. ball handler for someone who, frankly, can't hit threes or or free throws. It's more like a project. Um, a lot of people are saying that he's going to be like Draymond Green was for you guys. Um, yeah, he definitely gets a lot of Draymond comparisons. He's going to be like what Draymond was for you guys. And uh, he's going to be very defensive-minded, probably might be your defensive anchor because they really don't have one right now. Yes, OG's uh, very good. Um, but uh, they're, they're, they're leaning their defenses on Scotty Barnes. And uh, that was just an interesting one for me from the get-go. Yeah, that was definitely the first uh, whoa pick of the everybody. Because, yeah, everybody had um, the top four being Kate Cunningham, Jalen Green, Evan Mobley, and then Jalen Suggs in that order. Yes, you can make an argument saying Jalen Green, for fit-wise, should have gone to Detroit, and Cade, fit-wise, would have been better in Houston. You can make that argument, but um, everybody thought originally it was going to be Cade, Jalen, Evan Mobley, and Jalen Suggs in that order. Yeah, it, it went it went best player off the boards. Yeah, they didn't they didn't go for fit. They went for best exactly. player available. Um, exactly. So that's the first one that we want to mention. Second, obviously you alluded to it earlier, but Josh Giddy 
going six to the OKC Thunder was very shocking. Yeah, um, I was reading a bunch of reports that that's who Memphis was going to get, and uh, top top ten was Memphis, or he was going top ten, which was cool. But Memphis getting him was like it, it looked like it was a a good thing to work in. Um, Kyle Anderson, I believe, is on an expiring deal, so they had their their three of the future going through if Kyle Anderson decided to leave uh, after this season. So I was I was really happy about that one. But he he went at six for a team that's really trying to find an identity, isn't trying to compete right now. They have all these picks and they're waiting for the um the lottery to hit pretty much. I mean, at six, it definitely felt like Kaminga was there. Like, if for uh, for like an OKC Thunder team who's, frankly, don't plan to win in the next three to four years. Yeah. You would have exactly. thought Kaminga would have been the pick there. But they went Giddy. That one was weird. I'm happy they did because reports came out that if Giddy was there at seven, the Warriors were going to get him. So, yeah. I, I, I thank you, Thunder. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess we should mention that our teams are. Um, I'm a huge Kings fan. been a Kings fan since 1999, and he's actually a Warriors fan. So it's funny that we get along so well. But um, <laughs> oh yeah, that's why we're we're doing this podcast together. But it's okay, it's okay. Um, but uh, yeah, Josh Giddy going to to OKC seemed kind of a stretch, but um, you never know with. Um, Overseas players, they can either be boom or bust. We saw and, last year uh, Lamella Ball. Lamella, but he's not really, but he's not really a, uh, a overseas player. He he's from California. He trained with. He has his brother in the league already. He he his dad trained True. him. So you can't really True. say him. But it's like it's like Luca on one end, and then uh, can't even think of another overseas player. But we could say. Uh, Dante Exum, that's a that's another that's one. A bust. Like that that, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but all right, or, anything else from or, the draft that was surprising? Uh, I mean, we could talk about the Kings pick. I think that one was oh, a little shocking yeah. at nine. We we don't have to talk about Davion Mitchell, but yes, at nine about him at nine. Uh, I thought it for us having freaking. What is it? Five point guards on the roster. Yes, we just traded um, Delon Wright, which actually isn't gone through yet. Uh, reports just came out that that's uh, being stalled. They're trying to expand the draft, or not the draft, but the trade now. So fingers crossed for Cam Reddish. But um, yeah, that one was surprising. Um, I d- actually did for a while have him on. My dream draft list, I said I wanted the Kings to trade for um, New Orleans pick, which ended up being Memphis's trade. But um, I wanted them to get Davion Mitchell at 10 and then Jalen Johnson at at 9. Jalen Johnson fell to 20, which was – we'll talk about that later. That was a steal of the draft. But uh, that was a steal of a draft. Like, there's multiple, but uh, – Talk about Jalen Johnson. Jalen Johnson, yeah. Correct, yeah. Yeah, um, but Davion Mitchell, I think, with the Kings moving their pieces around, we all know that uh, Albert is going to be the starting two. That was um, spoken into, not existence, but it was very well documented by the end of the season. And they're going to have a backcourt of Fox and Halliburton. So Davion Mitchell coming off the bench and being that six-man, um, being that uh, defensive head of the snake, it, I'm excited for it, but it was definitely interesting, to say the least. Any thoughts on the the, the supposed reports about the the Kings not really doing their research come draft time? Um, so I read that Monty McNair, and this is he say, she said, we're not really media, we're just – Two dudes, two fans. All speculation, all speculation. For sure. We're just um, uh, allegedly speaking. Uh, Monty McNair actually uh, has been 
following him since uh, since he came out of high school. So, which is surprising because, uh, but not surprising because he was with the Rockets and they do, they do do their research. So, um, if he's been following him since since then, um, I'm a trust. Like like we say for all our genes, and Monty we trust, and Vladi we trust, but Vladi's gone and he kind of screwed us over. It doesn't matter. But um, yes, and Monty we trust. So if that's who he thinks, he said that was best player available. It was a defensive uh, idea going behind it. So I'm um, we were the worst defense in NBA history. So I'm with it. I'm with it. Sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, since we talked about your pick, I guess we should probably talk about the Warriors pick. Uh, Jonathan Kaminga at seven, and Moses Moody, or as Kendrick Perkins likes to say, Moosey Moses, Moosey Moses, Moosey Moses, Moosey. You seen the video? Yes, it have. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. Right. He, Moses Moody yeah. at fourteen. Um, that was, I think, that was a good. He he was supposed to go in the lottery, so that was a good. Um, mm-hmm. That was good to go. Um, Jonathan Kaminga, I'm pretty sure that was just best player available. He fell to five, or he was supposed to be in the top five, and he fell to seven. So that kind of worked out in your guys' favor, but the Warriors are in a win-now mode. Um, I personally – we'll talk about this in the hot takes later. But, um, yes, they're in a win-now mode. So, uh, I mean, as far as Kaminga goes, yeah. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully they they, trade that thing. Yeah, but uh, I mean, if they if he does end up staying on the team, uh, it's. I think at this point, if he's going to be on the team, like if they can get him to buy into being an eighth, ninth player, and, and to just like him. you know, like you're moving the ball, he's like you know, he's not taking these mid range shots, he's not ball stopping. It's a win. Yeah, and get you he, ten, if he can average ten points a game, don't have to do much. It's a win. Honestly, I think you guys got lucky in getting Jonathan Kaminga, who is a power forward or small forward, but he's learning from probably the best defensive power forward there has been. Uh, and no, that's a lie because there was there was um, Dennis Rodman, but Draymond is really up there, and he's a great defensive um, player. So you guys have. Uh, Jonathan Kaminga learning from Draymond, I, I can see only good things for that. Um, yeah, last... I, agree. I agree. As long as he can buy in, all good for me. Um, the last one has to be the Spurs pick. Yeah, I we definitely have to talk with... about that. Probably the worst pick. I have to – well, I, I'm still say Scotty Barnes, but um, I have to say uh, – I thought the Spurs were going to go with their background and like overseas player and European players. And uh, I was thought they were going to go with the Turkish center personally. Yeah. For sure. yeah um, same. Personally, I thought they were going to go with him. Uh, yes, they don't need him, but you could have played that, that, that dude, um, Sogan, I think his name is Sogan, his last name. Um, he could play power forward. Sagoon, there it is. You could have played him at power forward because you lost to Marcus Aldridge last year. Not lost, you let him go. And the power forward position was um, is lacking for you guys right now. So they could have easily gone and got him, played him at power forward next to um, Hodel, Jacob Hodel, and uh, went that direction. But they went with Primo. Um, I honestly didn't really look into him much because uh, I thought, he was going to be farther down the board. Yeah, yes, I mean, a, at this point, at this point I'm con- yeah, I, at this point, I'm convinced the Spurs just, like, drop a, like, a little pencil and be like, whoever lands on, that's who we're taking, just to, to prove that we're the best. <laughs> that um, I'm serious. I, I mean, when was the last time they hit a draft pick? Um, Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, Kawhi. Kawhi. Kawhi Leonard was that's the last how that time. Ended. Yeah. Well, let's not, let's not bring it to pass, though. That just, it hurts. It hurts. Right. Uh, real quick, uh, we talked about uh, who we thought were some, you know, some bad picks and all. But uh, who do you think will be? Uh, who did you like? like? Who? What kind of draft picks did you like in this draft? Um, who do you think is like a sleeper? Or who do you think is like you? Uh, like you know, like like Eddie Cunningham. You know he's going to be good. 
Um, I depending on what the Magic do in this offseason, mm-hmm. getting Jalen Suggs at five was nice. And on top of that, Franz Wag- Wagner. Yeah. At at eight. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's a six eleven small forward power forward. He can play center sometimes. He probably will need to gain some muscle, but um, that's a that's a, yeah. that's a cool little that's, that's a cool good. little pickup. Yeah, the Magic um, definitely they definitely had a good uh good draft haul. They got some good luck on their side. <laughs> Raptors yeah, getting Scotty Barnes. Yeah, and that that was interesting because the report said that he had a bad workout, which we don't know if that's true. That's all speculation. But he had a bad workout, so they were like, no, we're not going to go with him. Yeah, allegedly. Allegedly, he had a bad workout. We'll, we'll say allegedly. Yeah, that's that's the word of the night, allegedly. <laughs> um, so that was, that's just the first half. But out of the lottery, I don't think anybody, like, was a surprise to me. The next surprise was the Charlotte Hornets who came, came to play yeah. at this draft. I was going to say the Hornets right now if you didn't say him. If you didn't say him, um, I was going to say the Hornets. Yes, they got booked. I, I, we kind of – me and him, as soon we were listening to the draft together while we were working, and they said book night. And the first thing we both thought was either Devontae Graham is gone or Malik, Malik Monk. Monk. And yeah. t- today we found out that Malik Monk is an unrestricted free agent. They're not going to um, take his uh, player out or his – his um, team option or qualifying offer. They're not going to give him yeah. one of those. So he's unrestricted. And Book Knight fills that need right off the bat. He's not – He Devontae Graham will probably be the – Book Knight will be the Devontae Graham, and Devontae Graham will be the Malik Monk, the spark yeah. plug off the bench. Uh, yeah. But that's not, the, that's not the pick I was actually alluding to. The one I was alluding to was Kai Jones. Got, Kai Jones at seventeen. Well, I, I, I was I was going to bring up the Hornets. Uh, not only did they get Kai Jones, they got Book Nile at eleven. Where, where yeah. it looked like he was going to fall into the top nine, top eight. Yeah, and he, they got him at eleven. And on top of that, earlier in the, earlier before the draft, they traded for Basin Plumley. Yeah. So another. I mean, another. I mean, you, you they're basically saying Lamelo. Here's the keys. We're going to give you players that suit you. And yeah, starting job with that. A starting lineup of um, Lamelo, Terry Rozier, Gordon Hayward, PJ Washington, and uh, Mason Plumley. That's that that will get you at least a top six seed in the uh, in the East for sure. Yeah. For people sure. would think Mason Plumley was is a is a bum. He's not. He had a good year last year. The only problem was he played for Detroit. Yeah, he's had so, a lot of games. But when he played, he I mean he probably I think he had like what four or five triple doubles last year. Yeah, and yeah, he he's he's doing he he does his work. He knows his role, and um, he's in a good situation. But you got to talk about Kai Jones. That's a defensive. There's some saying he's going to be the defensive anchor for that team. Um, for him to come off the bench is really nice. Is is like a nice thing to have. You're going to have him, Miles Bridges, Devontae Graham, Book Knight. Um, you still have the Martin twins. They they they're loaded, and it, it's going to. It's going to be an interesting season for them, so I'm excited for that one. Yeah, I really, um, I really did think the Hornets and the Magic definitely had the two of the best drives, and and the Rockets yeah. too. But uh, definitely those oh, two were my, were my favorites. The Rockets got like they got the they got Sulgin, they got um, they got Jalen Green. They hit the Rockets did great too. I will say uh, that. Garuba too. Great. Garuba was a was a nice yeah. pickup. Yep, they, they did very well. And obviously um, Jalen Green, yeah. Yeah. Um, the last one that was like, I got to say, this, he might not – it's either he's the steal of the draft or Kenyon, John, Kenyon Johnson is the steal of the draft going to the Clippers. But, um, yeah, Jalen Johnson for Atlanta, that's – for what they're doing, Atlanta yeah. is very – Surprising! They they're surprising everyone. Uh, well, they 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 have a you, as you can tell if you look at their team, they have a what's the word? They have a direction. They well they they know what they want. They want long, tall, long three and D players. Like that's that's their their model right now. We really say three and D players. I, I would really just say three 
three-point shooters. <laughs> look look at the lineup. Look at the lineup. It's Trey Young, three, three-point shooter. Outside of Trey. Outside of Trey. Okay. Bogdanovich. He played for the Kings. He's, he's, he's a good defender. He's not a great defender. You have Danilo Gallinari. Come off the you bench. Have, he came off the bench, but he started after DeAndre Hunter went out. They're trying to trade Cam Reddish, who would be the 3 and D. DeAndre Hunter is a good defender. I'll say that. He's but great. he's also a shooter. He's elite. Um, do you, would you really put your – would you say that um, John Collins is your defensive player? No, Not but really. I mean, they're but they're the, the thing is, is they're long. They got they got all these oh, yeah. guys. They're like just defense is good. Team yeah, defense is good. They they yeah. that that's the defense that wins now. <laughs> For sadly. sure. For sure. Team yeah, definitely. Jalen Johnson, six nine. I mean, at twenty. Yeah, and he played small forward. That. That gives them more wiggle room for, like I said earlier, Cam Reddish to be traded. Um, to Kings, crossing fingers. Um, Cam Reddish could be traded. Uh, if they don't want to deal with DeAndre Hunter's injuries, they could try to sell high on him. But uh, I think Cam Reddish is the one most likely out if they do go that direction. Because it came out today that uh, teams are starting to understand that Atlanta's going to give John Collins that 120 max that he wanted. He bet on himself and it worked. So, really I'm happy I, for him. I didn't, I didn't see that. Yep. Interesting. He, he got it, it um, went up today. So Yeah, well, he was, I mean, his he was very surprising in the playoffs. I'm, he, he grew on me big time. Yeah. Big for time. Sure. For sure. Big time. Um, speaking of, since this is a good segue, since we were just talking about free agency. Um, free agency is our next topic of discussion. Yeah, right officially now. opens up in uh, in a few hours. Actually, that isn't our next topic. Our next topic is the actual hot takes that are going on right now. <laughs> Bring so, me the heat. Bring me the heat, Trey. So the hot takes. Let's come let's on, Trey. Way. Let's just start with this one: the Lakers trade for Westbrook. Westbrook is my favorite player. I understand, yeah. like, he's my favorite player. I love his intensity. I love I love everything about Westbrook. He he is not friends on the court. He wants to win. He plays hard. Love him. There's only one ball, though, and him and LeBron are both ball-dominant players. And I don't – I personally don't think it would work. I think they should have done that first trade for Buddy Heald, um, getting LeBron surrounded by shooters is the way to go. Everybody's found that that's the model for LeBron to have success. It's surround him by shooters. Let LeBron go to work, break down the defense. He's going to find the open man. It's going to be like, open man, rest for, for three, air ball, or brick, or he runs in and tries to get a layup, which is him, him going to the basket is freaking phenomenal. He's like one of the hardest point guards to stop when he goes to the basket. Yeah. Full head of steam, he's nice. But you need LeBron with shooters. I think Anthony Davis is their best shooter out of the big three. And that's that's scary. Because Anthony, Anthony Davis Anthony Davis is meant to be in the is meant to be on the block. He is. So that that's um scary for me. What are your thoughts yeah. on the trade? I I don't like it. I'm not a big, you know. I'm not a big Westbrook fan. I think it's uh, it's just it's, the style doesn't win. I mean, just I mean, if you just look at his playoff stats from about after Game Five of the Western Conference Finals in 2016, it's pretty bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Ever since that series, is I mean, he has not he's not hasn't gone better. He can't shoot. Uh, teams have figured him out pretty quickly. You know, yeah. let him play hero ball. Yep. It all it always works because you can't shoot. Yeah. But uh yeah, I just I agree to it. It's, it's there's no fit there within LA. No, no, really not LeBron. at all. Uh, like it's, LeBron, it's like it's like putting Westbrook with Draymond. Like they just Draymond needs the ball. If you're gonna go not, to an LA when, team, you should, he should have gone to Clippers if he was gonna go to an LA team. Yeah, and definitely I mean Buddy would have been it was the perfect fit with the Lakers. Yeah, it was. I mean, uh, him or Philadelphia. 
rational Lakers fans on Twitter are like, yeah, Buddy Heald, not Westbrook. Yeah. yeah. But and they went with the big name. They went with the, you know. Now we're going to hear we're, we're going to hear all year LeBron uh Russell Westbrook in his hometown is he changed man it's, it's the same it's the same thing every year I agree I agree <laughs> is um like I said he is my favorite player so um that's who I usually root for not anymore um I, I can't root for the Lakers it's just not in my Sacramento Kings DNA to root for the Lakers um so I got to to LA. Oh yeah, definitely not. Um, I, I'll be root. I rooted for the Clippers this year. I rooted for. I rooted for Milwaukee. I rooted for a new team. That's what I'll say it that way. I rooted for a new team to win. Clippers. Yeah, and Suns, who was my Milwaukee. sleeper pick? You you said the Hawks, and I didn't believe you, and I came for in the, reg- in the regular season. I said the Hawks, and you were like, "Nah." I was like, I think at the, I think at the time. Atlanta was a three seed, and uh, I think at the time it was uh, Miami was six seed, and I was like, I was like, this Atlanta team, this Atlanta team would beat Miami, and you were like, nah, they get swept. <laughs> Miami will sweep them. Yeah, yeah I, I did, I did. But then again, it also was one of those seasons, you know. It was, it was. It was but we won't, we won't, seasons. we won't digress on the season because a lot of NBA players have already done that. Um. Next next order of business is the Simmons Simmons game traded. Um, do you believe it's going to happen before the season starts or before training camp? Let's say that. No. You don't think the Simmons gets traded before the – I think draft day was the only time you could have got traded. I think teams are, I think teams are just simply going to stay away from Simmons. Um. I'm not gonna say that because there's there's some teams that are just that. Well, the problem the problem is, is the problem is not Simmons. The problem is Daryl Morey. Yes, he's asking for uh, he. I forgot what other he offered some other team, and there were just, and it was just like it was San Antonio and the Warriors. Oh, there was another one. I forgot. I'll look it up. Oh, oh you, you it speak was on Toronto. It. it was Toronto. I think it was. I think it was. They want he wanted Fred VanVleet, Kyle. Yeah, Lally, it was like Ruchy. some sort of ridiculous. I was like. And their pick. Yeah. Um, the only team I want to say that's not desperate, well, that's desperately clinging for a second star and wants that relevancy is Sacramento. Um, I made their trades earlier, and we talked about it, and we mm-hmm. said it worked for both, all sides included. I thought OKC sending Kimba Walker to – Philadelphia, um, Simmons going to the Kings, Buddy Hield going to Philadelphia, and uh, Marvin Bagley, and maybe somebody from Philadelphia going to um, OKC. Uh, Marvin Bagley gets his fresh start. Philadelphia, um, Buddy Hield gets his fresh start. Uh, the Kings get that second start that they really need. Philadelphia gets, and Philadelphia gets the shooters. So you have a starting lineup of Buddy Hield, Kimbo Walker. Um, Tobias Harris, Matisse Steibel with Joel Embiid, he's going to get double teamed every time. And now he has shooters around him that are going to make make it like harder to double team because you can't leave. You definitely can't leave Buddy Hill. You can't leave uh, Tobias Harris. And Kevin Walker, he might be a shell of himself, but that just might have been Boston system, and it just didn't work for him. Uh, Plus, he was he uh, he was hurt. You know, it's plain and simple. He was hurt. And if he takes the time yeah, to actually he, yeah. it up, it might work out. But that's that's the only. So you're right. It, uh, yeah, you're right. The other team that they tried to was the Spurs. Maury yeah. tried to get four future first, four future first round picks, three pick swaps, and one of either Dejounte Murray or Keldon Johnson. Johnson. Yep. And it's just like, what? He's going for a ransom, and it's gonna it's gonna like I was listening to another podcast, and they were like saying that. Um, they're like, he doesn't talk to you guys. Rich Paul, his agent, who gets sh- shit done, yeah, um, has said that we're ready to move on. This is not a good look for Philadelphia, um, and it's not a good look for Ben Simmons if he goes back there. Um, so I'm I'm going with I, I have to go with Sacramento being the the premier spot for him. 
um, for for him. Uh, so we'll but, see what happens. We still but, have, as we first heard the first time, is they want De'Aaron Fox. Yeah. See, but now things have changed. You notice that it's now prominent role players. It's yeah. not stars. Like it's prominent role players, and that's what the Kings offered. The first time, I personally think that the Kings offering that that mega deal for not mega deal, but Buddy Hill, Marvin Bagley, our our pick this year, three pick swaps and two first rounds is what they're using to ask for everybody else. Okay. If you notice, because now they're asking for pick swaps, they're asking for just role players. They're not asking for stars anymore. So, um, yeah, that's a, that's another one. Um, Tobias Harris is a little bit more an, of an obtainable star to get. Um, he did average a little over 20 points and he's, he's, he's a great player, but for the money that you're, you're spending on him is not worth it. I, I was, I, I saw that today and I was like, oh yeah, Sacramento should go for him. We've been going, we've been trying to get him since Orlando. So that's three teams ago. And I was like, we've been trying to get him. Let's like, like go for it. And I look at his contract breakdown, and at 31 years old, he's going to be making 40 million. Yeah, I'm good off of that. I'm good yeah, off he, of def- that. he definitely does not have. Uh, yeah, wow, well, his contract is pretty. It goes up from like it goes 27, 29, 31, 33, 35, 39. Yeah, it's crazy. definitely not. Yeah, definitely not. So that's not what you want. Especially no, for crazy. someone who's already 29 going to 30 in his exactly. 11th season. You definitely, yeah. No, he, it's, it's crazy. Tobias Harris, I think, will be on the team next year. Uh, he plays fantastic under Dog Rivers. I don't think you want to ruin that. Mm-hmm. Um, but Vincent is going – another place is Portland. But um, I don't think Portland really moves him unless they get the word on – Damian Lillard, which is our next person in the conversation. So Damian Lillard, the hot take on him is that he's frustrated with the organization. They need to make major moves, um, but he still hasn't said if he wants to leave. So what are you? What are your thoughts on that? With uh, with Damian? Yes. Well, well, I'm on the. I mean, obviously, if you have someone like Damian Lillard, you don't want to trade him, right? Yes. I do think you should probably trade, try to, you know, make a run for it. But the problem with Portland is they've done that. You know, yeah, they've, they've traded tried, multiple first-round picks. They've traded players to kind of work around them. It just hasn't worked out. Uh, if he's frustrated and wants to leave, so be it. He's been on record saying that he's not like that. But obviously, I, it's, it's all bullshit because you, you want to win. Yeah, you, you um, always want to win. Um, but uh, as far as trade goes, I don't really see it happening, man. Yeah, uh, I, just, I don't I think don't. it happening until the trade deadline. The yeah. Trade deadline. I, also, I just I just also think that Portland, they have players to trade. Like, they can trade CJ. They have other players that they can trade to help Dame. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't – they don't need much because he's already, you know, he's already in that top echelon of players. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or you, if you trade CJ and you get him a more competent, you know, a, you know, maybe like a Tobias Harris, someone's a little Tobias bit bigger. Harris? They they just need size. They need they need a star yeah. size player, not Carmelo or Norman Powell. Carmelo's Carmelo's that that's on free agency, so we'll talk about him a little later. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you definitely yeah. were you you uh you were talking about him earlier, and I was just like, bro, it's Carmelo Anthony. He's not winning. I don't feel bad. <laughs> Um, but Damian Lillard, I, I know he's he's a loyal he's a loyal dude, just like kind of how Demarcus Cousins was for the Kings. Um, but a lot of players say this they're their own worst enemy. Um, and uh, Damian Lillard should 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 leave Portland. Uh, no offense to Portland, it's just there's if you really look at it, there's no stars that are going to go to want to go to Portland. No superstars that are going to go want to go to Portland. And um, there's no uh, there's no really superstars that are available. Everybody is um, kind of in contracts 
or doing one-on-ones or in major cities uh, or forming super teams. And Damian Lillard is probably just going to be one of the next ones that's going to end up on a super team. It's, he's going to get a ransom. Whoever gets him is going to have a ransom. Um, we talked about this on one of our many conversations. I thought the best place for him was Philadelphia. I still think the best place for him is Philadelphia. You have been, you have Joel Embiid taking two defenders, and now you have Damian Lillard, who's going to get two defenders. He can dish it down to Joel, or Joel can pass it back out to Dame. It's really an uh, inside-out game for the Philadelphia if they get Damian Lillard, and that's my that's my take on Damian Lillard going leaving, but. Uh, what what we fans want is not always what happens. So we'll see what happens with, yeah. with that. Plus, I, I, I'm I'm more on the boat of trade CJ McCollum. Yeah, for I sure. think the, the, the pairing just hasn't worked out. It's just time for him to move on. For sure, you know, but... just they they need to move on for him. It's they, you know they're they're a good team. They'll make the playoffs every year, but that's it. Yeah, they will. And but the thing is, once you trade Dane. I think it just blows up from there. Like they're gonna get, it's gonna they're gonna look. Oh, like that's what I'm saying. Teams. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I'm saying, keep Dame, trade CJ, and get him some help. So, here's the thing with that: when you trade CJ, what are you really gonna get? CJ averages like a little over 22. So, what are you gonna get for CJ? Yeah, you get a lot for a a. a player who can handle the ball really well at a point guard level who plays shooting guard. Yeah. I, there's And he's, uh, I, w- I won't say he's younger, but definitely younger than Dame. Mm-hmm. Dame's already hidden, but he's almost about to be 32. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, Damian Lillard is an interesting, um, an interesting character, but I don't think he's more interesting than Bradley Beal in Washington. Uh, yes, I was waiting for you to bring that one up. You smiling because Bradley Beal is on his last year of his contract, um, which was an outrageous contract to begin with, but they were trying to appease him and make him happy. Mm-hmm. And Bradley Beal was very smart about it. He did a three-year deal. Um, he was going to be in his prime when he did his three-year deal, and now he can really dictate what he wants to do, whether he wants to win, like stay in Washington and play – play or he can lead in free agency and um, and personally um, Bradley Beal they didn't help him by trading Russell Westbrook so now you get Kuzma a bunch of rookies and who you ended up trading the pick by the way and you get Montrezl Harrell so you get a bunch of role players around Bradley Beal and he goes back to his days when there was no John Wall yeah, it was pretty funny how they're like, "Oh, they're trying to appeal to Bradley Beal will stay." I'm like, "That." I was like, "Those three really are like, is he like he's content with that?" Now he wants to stay because they got Kyle Kuzma, Montrezl Harrell, and Kentavious Caldwell Pope. It's like, no, that's that's it was a it was a weird trade from the get go. It's a weird fit because unless he's okay, Daniel. unless he's okay with being a career loser, then you know, so be it. Yeah, and like we said, be another, be another Dame and CJ. Holy hot take right there, because um, um, yeah, you it's a weird fit for all those players. You have Daniel Gafford who's coming into his own as your starting center. You have um, Hachimaru who's your power forward, so that's Kuzma's spot. Um, you have uh, KCP who is uh, what you call it, Bradley Beal's spot. Beal spot, yeah. You didn't get a point guard, and you need a point guard. Yeah, you need a small forward, and yes, you can play Kuzma at small forward, but that's a weird fit too. Um, or and then you have Denny, who's coming off an injury, but he was pretty—he was a pretty reliable rookie his rookie season before he got hurt. So it's just—it's weird. It's a weird fit, and you have Bertans. Yes, he's available in trades, but. That's you're taking a lot of you got you're very big on the power forward front now, yeah, and not 
and very loose on the point guard front. I think Ishmith's their only point guard right yeah, now. Yeah, I was, was going to say Ishmith to the rescue. <laughs> I should think he's a free agent. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah definitely the whole Washington situation is weird. I think the, when they traded Russell Westbrook, I think everyone was like, oh, okay, Russell's going, you know, he's getting traded. Yeah. When they're going to reset, they're going to trade Bradley Beal, you know. Well, we know that's what players. No, I don't think – I mean, I don't – I'm not that big on – I'm not big on Bradley Beal on the Warriors. I love Bradley Beal. I think he's a good player, but I think he's a, he's a career loser. Let's be honest. Yeah. He's yeah. a career loser. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, I mean, if he ends up in the Warriors, he might be a winner. But uh, yeah, just the thought process, you know, you, you see Russell Westbrook get traded. You're thinking, okay, wait, the Wizards are going to go into this. You know, they're going to reset. They're going to rebuild. They're going to trade Bradley Beal. They're going to get some, you know – some picks back, they're going to get a you know, bigger haul for Beal than they did for Westbrook. Because for being honest, it was not that big of a haul. Oh, no, not Westbrook. at all. They're going to get a lot more for Beal. And, and, and on this show, we, we, want, we want Bradley Beal to succeed. We, he's a fantastic player. He just has not had – since no, Wall's been not hurt. Me. Out. Oh, you're not a fan of him? I am. I, just, I don't care if he wins or loses. Oh, I do. I when when you have like such prominent scores in the league, like you, you want. I think it's because I think you're just saying that because your team is just loses, so you want to see somebody win. <laughs> yeah, we 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 aren't the best. We had the longest drought, but yeah, we, we won't. Don't don't make me cry on our first no, episode. No, 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 no. We're not. We're not going. We're not going to do that. I'm I'm gonna um, make you a little upset. So we didn't talk about this before the show, but. Um, a big hot take that's going around right now, and we talked about we talked about it, is Steph Curry leaving the Warriors. He is a free agent after this season. If they don't sign him to an extension this year, I think he's going to leave. I do think he's going to leave. I think he's going to he did everything he could there, and the Warriors are very good. To, we're very good to him. But even he said, I think their owners just said, if we win, we win. If we lose, we lose. Um, and that you're wasting his good years. Mm-hmm. He's he's going to be in his early 30s, but as a shooter and a person of Steph Curry's caliber, um, he he can play well into he can play like LeBron, like LeBron years. So LeBron's playing a very high high level of basketball at 37. Steph Curry yeah. can do that with his with his what he does. And um, he, every team, every team is going to be a nothing for Steph Curry. Yeah. And I think the Warriors are really blowing. Yeah, I mean, you're definitely blowing it. you got a guy that's top three in the NBA. No doubt about it. He's top three in the NBA, and he, he's, you know, you're paying him $45 million and you're not surrounding him with the certain pieces to win the title. Like, you, they can make – he only has a good, you know – probably three, four years left of prime years. Yes. Where, you know, where he'll, you know, he can get you 30 a night. He probably only has two or three left of those. Yes. We're being, you know, we're being honest. You, you have know, Clay Thompson coming back from injury, which we don't know injuries. how he's going to, yeah. two injuries, and we don't know how he's going to come back. And I've always been a believer of the Warriors will make a deep run in the playoffs if they have Draymond, Clay, and Steph. It doesn't matter. I was about to bring a hot take right. I was about to bring a hot take. I'm bringing a hot take right now. First real hot take of the first episode. Okay. If Clay Thompson never gets hurt last year, you know, you know, he got hurt right before the draft. Yes. Clay Thompson never gets hurt. I don't care who they draft that second. This Warriors team would have they would have been in the Western Conference Finals. Yes, especially this year. For sure. With the, with the way this year was, for sure, with how every how everyone else you know panned out, everyone getting hurt, everyone, this team I is in the Western was, Conference Finals. They would have exploited Rudy Gobert. They would have yeah. exploited Rudy Gobert uh, with Draymond playing the five. Um, we always talk about this too. Um, James Wiseman, um, the Warriors are best when they're playing small ball, and James Wiseman is a great center, a great young center. I'm I'm excited to see his development, but. 
at the end of the game, you're, you're not going to go James Wiseman. You're, yeah, you're so that doesn't, that's, why, that's why I'm like, it doesn't matter who they drop because if they're in the playoffs and, you know, in game six, he's not playing. No. He's playing sure. the first quarter and that's it. Yeah, he's you not know, playing he's, that fourth quarter minute. No, exactly. So that's why I'm like, it doesn't matter who they draft at two because if they're in the Western Conference Finals game six with the game on the line, Draymond's going to be at the five regardless. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. it's that's why I'm like, if 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 Clay would not have gotten hurt, because if Clay didn't get hurt, it's already been it's already been reported that players like Batum and Marcus All were going to go to the Warriors. Yeah. But then when yeah. Clay got hurt, they looked elsewhere. Yeah. So it's like you have these you you would have had these players that they, I honestly think they probably could have made a finals run last year, with the, especially with the way Steph Curry was playing. Yeah. They, they and and, uh, and you had uh, Draymond Green play, play, you know, he plays top-notch defense. Andrew Wiggins, surprisingly, I'm going to beat, you know, I'm going to beat the drum. Should have been second team all defense. And uh, and then obviously if Clay Thompson would have played, that's another, you know, at least a good 19, 20 points a game. Yeah. You know, more spacing. And then with Steph Curry having that, he probably would have been MVP if Clay didn't get hurt. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. Uh, Jokic was having, Jokic, Jokic was was on a mission last year. Yeah, but Steph had the best that April's mm-hmm. run he had in April. That's probably the oh, yeah. craziest. That's that's Kobe run. Yeah, Steph Steph was very good. I, I, but yeah, I, uh, back to your. Let's go back to your hot take about Steph leaving. I, yeah, I definitely do think, especially with with what Joe Lacob said. That kind of that pissed me off. I call. I was. I had ghosted you the day before, but when I heard that, I literally when you called me, I was like, "Bro, I'm about to rant to you." I was yeah. mad. Yeah, it was. I was like, was how a, are you gonna say if we win, we're good, but if we don't, it's because we weren't good enough. Like you're you're competent with these, like with Clay coming off two injuries, James Wiseman coming off an injury, and you know, obviously, you didn't help develop him last year, and you're just gonna be like, oh well, if we win, if we didn't win, we weren't good enough. Why would you get some freaking help? And on top trade, of that, trade Kaminga or. or Trade Kaminga and Wiseman. I, I probably would keep Moody if I'm being honest. But uh, yeah, it's. And then on top of that, you have him admitting that um, he knows that LeBron has been in touch with Steph Curry, and um, if he he's done a lot for the city, and if he's free to leave if he wants to, so he's really giving him the green light to leave. And uh, it just it, if they don't do something in this off season, it it's not gonna look it's not gonna look good. Yeah, at least uh, at least we know that Steph is Steph is that uh, if he says he will stay with the Warriors, the rest of the career, I I believe him. Yeah, Steph, Steph, I believe him. That's baby, that's the baby face assassin. You really don't look at babies and think to yourself they're lying to me. Yeah, that's I believe why him. Not, he's not lying to me. Speaking of off seasons, we're gonna transition into free agency. So we're gonna stay some of our our favorite free agents that we see on the um, the docket list right now. And we're going to say where we think they're going to go. And um, I'll let you start it off. All right. Uh, let's see. Free agents. Well, we, we kind of already – we talked about it on the phone a few days back, you know. Yeah. We were kind of just guessing, like, oh, let's, like, let's play a little, a little quick game, you know. Yeah. And uh, – I think if we're gonna talk about free agents, but I think we should we have two that we should talk about first. Okay, go ahead. Kawhi Leonard opting out, and Chris mm. Paul opting out. Yes, that's what everybody's talking about. I wanted to be a little different, but I get you. Um, <laughs> I just I want to say well, I want I brought it up for one reason. I think Chris Paul's going back. I don't think Kawhi's going back. Oh, interesting. Yeah. You said um, you told me that you thought Kawhi's gonna come back. Yeah, I don't think he comes back. Um. So. And then now I want, I, want, I, want, I want to bring something up first. Okay. Do you, can you, I just want to ask you if you can see this possibility because I just think it would be funny. Could you, since Kawhi opted out, could you see him not even signing with a team and waiting until next season when he's healthy? No. He, <laughs> no, right? He, he, it would be something he would do, though. His, his uncle is about that money. Let's oh, be yeah, honest. For sure. His, uh, his uncle's about that money. But that would be funny. Yeah. That, that would be something Kawhi would do. And, but let's be honest about this. Superstars, it don't matter if you're hurt and you're going to be out for the whole season. Superstars Kevin Durant. get that money. Kevin, Kevin Durant. Durant. Prime prime example, Kevin Durant. Yeah. Uh, Kawhi, is, Kawhi is in the tier of Kevin Durant, but 
Kevin Durant is the Kevin Durant is Kevin Durant. Yeah. I don't think there's anybody that you can say is Kevin Durant. But um, so Kawhi Leonard, I think he uh, it was brought to my attention that uh, Kawhi Leonard went to the Clippers and Paul George went to the Clippers. They mortgaged their entire future. There had to be mm-hmm. something on that on that table that said, "Hey, we're, you're gonna if we're doing this, if we're really doing this, you guys are gonna be here for the long haul. It's not like we'll give you the one for ones and you you can do what you want, da 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 da, but you're gonna be here." Um, I think you you say that you think Kawhi Leonard's leaving, but um, even Kawhi Leonard opting out, Dallas already backed off. And Dallas would have been a prime location for Kawhi Leonard. Him and Luka, whew, that would have been scary. But um, just a, they were going back and forth just in the playoffs. Just imagine if they were on the same team. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think I think NBA circles are understanding that Kawhi Leonard is going to stay in in LA. He probably basically he wants to. He, he was like, why stay for thirty five mil? When I can opt out, they're going to give me my big contract because we promised it, and I can yeah. make 45 yeah. on the bench and not play. And not play. And not play. And not play. Yeah. That is definitely um, Uncle. That's definitely Uncle Jimmy. Yeah. And a lot of people were saying that, like, um, Kawhi Leonard is uh, – they uh, the way he um, – the Clippers treated him, they were like, oh, Kawhi Leonard is possible to come back and all this and that. And do you think it's possible? This is a hot take too. Do you think it's possible that the Clippers actually lied to Kawhi Leonard and told him that um, that it was just a a, a minor injury, not a uh, not a, um, a ACL tear like we have come to believe? Do you think they were like, oh, it's just um, inflammation of the knee, and you'll be good to go, or was that a bluff? on the Clippers part, telling teams that so they still had to prepare for Kawhi. I definitely think they were trying to – it was definitely, like, to, like, keep teams on edge. But uh, I also think it was – Kawhi looks like the guy where he's not – one opinion doesn't seem like it's good enough for him, right? Oh, no, definitely not. Yeah, so I definitely think he was already, like, going off on his own anyways. Smart, Smart man. Yeah. So that's, so, that's what I think about Kawhi Leonard. So Kawhi Leonard, we're we're split on the decision. I think he's gonna stay in mm-hmm. leave. Um and that's okay. Um we're gonna go with um Chris Ball next. Uh we both think he's gonna stay in okay. Phoenix. Um I think that Phoenix has already called and talked to him and he's gonna get his three year hundred million. He might get a three year ninety million and he's okay with that because yeah. Chris Paul is the ultimate leader, and he is willing to take those pay cuts to to get the team around him. And DeAndre is up for an extension, and Milkel Bridges is up for an extension. And DeAndre Ayton is most likely going to get the max. Yeah. Um, I think I think it's going to be with um, I can't think of the word, but it's going to be with um, some it's going to be like last year. So De'Aaron Fox, Bam, Adebayo, Jason Tatum, and Donovan Mitchell all had a clauses in their in their contracts saying that yeah. they would bump up to 195 if they made an All NBA team. Uh-huh. Didn't, they didn't make that, but it, they still have three years to do it. Yeah, uh, I think uh, DeAndre Eaton is going to have that same clause, or maybe it might be defensive All Defensive Team. Must yeah. have a little bit more um, attainable, attainable yeah. because uh, you have your centers are going to be uh, Joel Embiid and Jokic for the long haul, yeah. and probably Rudy Gobert. Yeah. So giving him that clause is kind of like we know you're not going to get it. So da da da. So a defensive team is something totally different. Mikel um, Bridges, I don't think he's going to get the max, but he could get the near max. Yeah. Um, and so forth and so forth. But you have to look at Phoenix's team, and they have a lot of pieces that are up for extension. So after this season, they have Cam Johnson that's up for extension, who is a 
is like their glue guy. So we'll see how Phoenix goes, but we both agree that Chris Paul is going to stay in Phoenix. I was I was on the fence about it originally when it when it first came out, and I was like, oh, they lost in the finals. He's probably going to leave and go to L.A. play with Braun, but they went with Westbrook, and so now I'm like, okay, Chris Paul's probably going to stay in Phoenix. He he sees he sees it's good there. He'll stay real quick, Phoenix. real quick, you think uh, Chris Paul retires after his uh, after Phoenix? Uh, no, I think he's going to pull a Gary Payne and Carl Malone and uh, try to uh, get. Uh, Get get that last super team win. We're gonna join him and well, what's the, what's that version of that? Him, Carmelo? No, Carmelo's Carmelo's going to the Lakers already this season. So I'm gonna oh, say, okay. I'm gonna say it's gonna be him. He gonna go. We're gonna go with the young. Ooh, dude. Here's my thing. Do you think they go to Phoenix though? Like a team, like players go to Phoenix? No. Like you have Devin Booker. The problem there. is, yeah, the problem is, yeah, she, Phoenix already has too many of these good young players. Yeah. So money's going to be tied up in. They just need really, they really just need a dynamic three. And like they, they'll be in the sauce. Like you put Chris Paul, Booker, Aiden, and a dynamic three, you, you, you're going to be on something. But um, Booker's going to, Booker's going to go to, he's going to go to the uh, Sixers, play with Doc Rivers, Joel Embiid. It's going to be, whoo, it's going to be interesting. Uh, this was, this is um, uh, August 2nd, um, 2021, I'm saying this. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> okay. So on to the next, um, the next tier of players. I'm going to go with DeRozan. And we, when we talked about this, you asked me, where do you think DeRozan would fit and where do you think he would go? Um this was after the Westbrook trade, so we knew he wasn't going to L.A. I did say the Clippers, but I said ultimately it was going to be Dallas. Unfortunately, we don't have our conversations to back this up because there's already reports coming out that they are the front runners. But yeah, you said um, it first. I, uh, I said that Dallas was going to be um, a good spot for DeRozan. Uh, Dallas has, after the playoffs, they said they – what they really wanted was a dynamic scorer in the backcourt with Luca, mm-hmm. and so you put Luca at your one and your two is DeRozan. It 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 seems like a recipe for success. I don't know if that's enough to win the entire league, but it's it's not. It's a it's a start, and um, uh, the. <sighs> I just I, I like that I like them together. Um, Kyle Lowry. It's been reported that he's actually um, the Dallas is off of Kyle Lowry because he's most likely going to Miami, which Kyle Lowry bleeds Miami. Like he if if Heat culture, Kyle Lowry is probably the best point guard right now for Heat culture. You have tough defensive minded players um, that don't give a fuck. Like all their players just don't give a fuck. They're like, let's let's get down to this and let's get it done. Jimmy Butler is the prime example for that. Fans turning into that. Um, Jared Drake Crowder last the year before that. Um, they just they're like, let's keep our head down. We're gonna do what we need to do and get it done. And uh, Jimmy Butler, Kyle Kyle Lowry in the backcourt. Um, it's gonna be an interesting. Interesting, but we got to see if that actually happens. This happens. Uh, free agency goes goes down today at um, at three o'clock. So we'll see what happens with that. But DeRozan definitely going to Dallas is on the top of my list. All right. Uh, let's see. Any other free agents you want to talk about real quick before uh, we wrap for wrap things up? Do you have a free agent that you think is going to go somewhere? Uh, she, well, I mean, there is supposedly Iguodala back to the Warriors. I mean, if he yeah, takes that's... a vet men, I'm all for it. But, uh, and then there's also, uh, an interesting one is, uh, also linked to the Warriors was Nicholas Batum, who I, who I said earlier last year, remember? I said that yeah. if Clay didn't get hurt, he was going to be with the Warriors. 
Now there's reports saying there's mutual interest between Nicholas Batum and the Warriors. Yes. Those are two guys I can see on the Warriors uh, by tomorrow. I, I do see the I could do I can definitely see the Warriors doing the free agent damage early. Yeah, set their team um, up now, and in, there isn't much spots left on the team, so I definitely could see those two happening as soon as today, yeah. tonight. Okay. Um, there, are, there are definitely a lot of free agents we could talk about if we wanted to. Uh, I've, I've been telling you this for the longest time, and it kind of showed in free agent or not free agent, it showed in the playoffs. The Brooklyn Nets need a big man, and there's a prime big man. Used to be a defense player of the year. Is a champion now. Um, that was playing behind one of the most prominent big men and still was getting, like, a double-double a game. I and Dwight Howard on the Brooklyn Nets would probably be the recipe for success. And I'm, I've been saying this since both teams got knocked out in the second round. Dwight Howard would be what the Nets need. So, And what did Dwight yeah. Howard do that, that DeAndre Jordan couldn't? Um, he's gonna be cheaper. Let's say it that way. <laughs> he's gonna Cause be cheaper because they're based, they're essentially the same player now. They are. So they is he actually gonna play? Uh, Dwight Howard would. I think Dwight Howard brings more defensive anchor to your team. Even in his old age, he's still a defensive anchor. He's still bouncy. He still is one of the top centers if given the opportunity. He just went ring chasing, or he was almost up the league, and we both know this, he was almost up the league um, before the Lakers called him, and even then, it was a non-guaranteed for a while. So, you go Dwight Howard um, going to the Nets, I think it would be a recipe. Um, it might be a little awkward with him and James Harden again, but Mike D'Antoni won't be there, so it's okay. That's right, he is leaving. Yep. Or he has already um, left. Yeah, exactly. Um, another free agent that uh, you want to talk about? Like, uh, we uh, have... I mean, there's 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 plenty of players that are out there, but they're, I mean, they're essentially all the same kind of type of players. Obviously, DeMar DeRozan, Victor Oladipo, Otto Porter, Tim Hardaway. I see Otto Otto Porter is another one that I saw that is going to take the vet minimum. Not the vet minimum, the MLE. Yeah. And he's trying to go to a team. He's That's what he's looking. That's what his camp is looking for. Yeah, the problem is he's, very, he's been very injury prone. Yeah, he has been. But um, for a team with the, like the Lakers who need shooting, I think uh, they'll take that chance. Um, uh, there's another one I like. I will. There's one, I, there's one I want to talk about. I like That's Duncan Dennis Schroeder. I want to talk about Dennis Schroeder. Oh, He's funny. That's a good one. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, I think both of them are going to end up on the Knicks. Dennis Schroeder and Duncan Robinson. On the Knicks? On the Knicks, yes. Well, yeah, I mean, that's basically, I did read that that's that's really his only last spot that he can try to get any sort of money yeah. is the Knicks. And like, Chicago. He, he and really Chicago. just... It's basically he he did the Nerlens Noel route. You, you know it sucks, bro. I I, we're, I know we're talking about shooter, but another LA guard. He's not an LA guard anymore. But I feel bad for Lonzo. I feel bad for Lonzo. He's gonna. He was. Uh, there's mutual interest for him in Chicago to get a four year deal done. Four year eighty million. Oh, yes, but um, New Orleans is can match any any offer. And now that Kyle Lowry's off the table because he's most likely going to Miami, yeah. I feel bad that Lonzo they're gonna match like, you. they're going to match anything. For That's Lonzo. good. That's good for him. Yes, but I feel like... The more he'll back. play with Zion, they're tr- they're, it's, it's, it's going to click. No, I, for sure. But would you rather see him with Zion or would you rather see him with Zach Levine? Zion, come on. Come on. I, I'm going with... Come I'm on. going with Zach Levine. I'm going with Zach Levine. And oh, here's man, why. You. Here, here's no. why. This is this is a it's a hot take show, and this is my hot take. Dame is going to end up with Zach Levine. You said it. 
Yes, I did. But I think Jacqueline is going to end up in Portland more so than the other way around. But uh, Zach Levine and Lonzo, Zach Levine is going to score for you, and Lonzo knows how to distribute that. But the way, and yes, it's a new coaching system, but the way that um, New Orleans went last year, they put the ball in Zion's hand way too much, almost making Lonzo Nolan Wood. He's, he's one of the best playmakers, best basketball IQ players in the league. You don't mm-hmm. put Zion on the floor with Rondo and say, Zion, you're going to handle the ball, and Rondo, you're just going to stand in the corner. That doesn't happen. So yeah. that's why I don't like – I don't like it. I'd rather have him with Zach Levine. But it is what it is. But um, you have a take on that, or you want to go back to shooting? No, I think it's – I mean, I already said my take. I think he, I'd rather see him with Zion. Yeah. And and that's a that's a valid take. Um, so shooter is if shooter doesn't if so segueing back to shooter if Chicago doesn't get Lonzo, shooter is probably their next person on their board to get. Um, but I think they're gonna he's gonna get the same amount of money as the Lakers were gonna offer, which was like four year ninety. Um, Four-year, ninety million dollar deal. I mean, I just read right now Andre Drummond might get a three-year, seventy million deal with uh, Houston. Who? Uh, the for the Rockets, there's believed to be mutual interest with Andre Drummond on a three-year deal worth seventy million. That's a, that's a terrible idea. If they have Chris unless Wood. Chris Wood gets traded, and yeah, they, but then they also got Evan Mobley, so that just doesn't make any sense. No, no, Evan Mobley's on uh, Cavaliers. Oh crap, crap, Cavs. Yeah, what? I don't know why I said Rockets. Uh-huh. Yeah, but yeah, it's still that's if, if they, obviously Christian Wood has to go. Yeah, um, imagine that. Imagine yeah. tomorrow. Imagine tomorrow you wake up to Andre Drummond signing to the Rockets for three years, seventy mil. Oh my, that's God. crazy. Every, what, everything what the Rockets just did in the draft just gets thrown out the window. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, but we'll be we'll be reporting on Tuesday to talk about yes. the free agent. See how off we were. See how wrong we were. See how wrong we were or how right we were. Um, right, we were. Yeah, so we're we're gonna we'll we'll um convene on day one and uh, we'll see what's up and we'll see you guys a little later. This was the first episode of Holy the Hopkins. First of many. We plan on dropping a few every week, so just Hopefully, listen uh, in, man. Subscribe, tell a friend. We we're gonna be here and uh man, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna bring the heat. Yeah. We're gonna bring the, the heat. Takes. We're gonna bring bangers, hot takes. Every every episode, expect a hot every take. Episode, for real. Probably two. <laughs> <laughs> That's just one. Only two. Well, there's two of us, so we have to do two. <laughs> All right. Well, mine mine's are always gonna be better. Most likely. Well, that's a wrap, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you everyone for listening to uh Holy Hot Takes. I am Ben. And I am Trey. Man, um, we're out of here, man. See you next time. All right, man.